welcome to episode 72 of the Parkrun Adventurers podcast. I am Mel. I missed partaking of episode 71, much to my dismay. However, I'm back and I'm joined by Scotty Trickett, who is... Where are you, Scotty? I'm on the other side of the world, a long way from you. Before we get that to that... a long way. Before we get to that, what do you think of last week's episode? Sam, <laughs> Sans Mel. It was good. What it, was it? What was, I, it? What was your I highlight? Was, I, was <laughs> I think it probably was um, when Renee suggested that Kumara's anniversary should be a W theme in honour of Wesley. I think that was my highlight. Hang on, you just told me you haven't listened. <laughs> <laughs> you said you blocked it out of your memory. I don't want anything to do with episode seven. <laughs> <laughs> You're giving away my secrets. You're not supposed to do that. Any good co-host wouldn't do that. <laughs> I, I have people out there reviewing all episodes and they get back to me every week. Well, How do we you know. think I get spies to follow yeah, you I, f- I forgot about the spies. You got me there. <laughs> yeah. But you, you haven't listened because what? You've been too busy? Or... Uh, I have been a little bit hands full lately. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Literally, hands full of baby. Yes. So. And um, so we heard about it last week. We, we announced that Wesley's entered the world. He uh, Is Wesley with us today? He is. Uh, he was having a little bit of a tantrum just prior to recording, so I had to put something in his mouth to shut him up. Okay. But he's very quiet now, I think you'll agree. Yeah, so we can't chat? No, not, not at the moment. Okay. Maybe a little bit later after he's uh, full. Okay, good. Um, so, how's that all going? Congratulations, by the way. Thank you. It's um, it's going pretty well, apart from you know the normal things like sleep deprivation and stitches and everything hurting and all that sort of stuff that follows on from a pushing a child out your vagina and having to stay in a hospital. Yep. Too much information. <laughs> We're getting a lot of information tonight, which is great. <laughs> Which is great, because we had no information from you last week, so you're making up for it. That's fantastic. Yeah. But, you know, I did actually, because the little blighter um, made me miss my first park run in I don't know how long, um, because I was in labour during um, park run last week, which was interesting. Uh, I actually got my husband to take a photo of me at 7am when everybody in Queensland would have been starting their runs, and... um, I originally I had planned to share that photo, but I have since looked at it, and um, <laughs> I will not be question. sharing. In, in the interest of public health and safety, I will not be sharing said Aww. photo. Uh, but I have it. I have it on record where I was at seven a.m. on the third of June, okay. and exactly what I was doing. And it wasn't pretty, and it wasn't fun, and it certainly was not park run, but. Uh, I had a worthwhile outcome in the end, so I can't really complain. And look, true to your word, I I had a little bit of fun with you last week that you um, were not available, but you said you would be available, and here you are, one week later. Yes, and I would have been available last week, except for um, a few visits to the special care unit for my newborn child, so... I'm I'm going to say that I was available until that happened. And it wasn't just because I was all loved up and wanting to um have lots of cuddles with my new little man. Exactly. 
I would have been here if I could have been. And I was very sad to miss the episode. It's okay. Renee did a sterling job in your absence. She's a trooper. She is good. And an inspirational half Ironman athlete now, so... She is. So an update on that. Renee finished. She smashed her predicted time. Absolutely obliterated it. Yes. She's such an inspiration. And she's making plans to do the full. Yeah, she's crazy. <laughs> I know. And we're putting it on record now, so <laughs> she said it, <laughs> and now it's out there in the podcast world. Yep. Once it's out there in the podcast world, it'll happen. I want to see her follow through. Now, but on this, we alluded last week that we may or may not be here this week. We're here. You and I are here. There is an episode 72, but it's uh, going to be a brief one. Yes. Well, we'll we'll see how long it takes some um, Wes to crack the shits again. Pretty much. That's the timer on this week's episode. We're just going <laughs> to it until he cracks it. Yes. And, and hopefully it's not a episode. Yeah. Speaking of, no, not speaking of shit. Speaking of the opposite <laughs> of shit, do you want me to tell you what I've been up to? Please do, because I feel out of the loop. So, I went via Bangkok, took a run in. A bit different running in Bangkok in June than Melbourne in June. So, what's the weather like there at this time of year? Uh, hot. 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 And rainy and hot and humid. And not, not good for running. Okay. I've got this, I've got this weather app on my phone that... Um, gives you a run reading, like where it tells you whether it's a good, good day. A rating out of 10 if it's a good day to go for a run. It wasn't a good day to go for a run in Bangkok. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I still did it. I got out. And further to proof that running is the universal sport that anyone can do, I head out into the streets of Bangkok. And I'm in suburban Bangkok. I'm not in the city or anything. And come across another guy going for a run. Can't speak any English. He just waves to me, says, come along. And we, we go for a run out along the road. It was part of me that thought, I hope he turns around and comes back with me because I'm not sure. How to get back. Well, I, I was, but if like if we started taking some detours, I would have been in trouble. But we, had a, we had a runner's conversation. We pointed at things. We grunted. And it was great. And then we had a sprint finish, which I wasn't expecting. But he just... <laughs> He pointed to something on the ground and then just took off. So I took that as my cue that, right, we're in a race now. Okay. Yeah, I beat him. So that's oh, that, well, he probably let you win. You think? No. I yeah. Had, I had him covered. I was in cruise control. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll um, take your word for it. But then left Bangkok, arrived in London in a British summer. Not quite. Yeah, I've, I've had a couple of those. Yeah, not quite. Not quite the summer that I'm used to, but at least warmer than Melbourne at the moment. So I'm not complaining. I'm not complaining at all. And I spent pretty much all weekend walking around London trying to see as much as I could, uh, covering a lot of town. This is a great thing about travelling. And I've experienced in the past, you walk a lot when you're a tourist. I do anyway. You do. Like I was, I was using public transport. I was jumping on and off buses and trains and that, but... Inevitably, you just end up walking a long way. So I returned home after, on Saturday night, and looked down at my watch, and I'd done 38,000 steps. <laughs> nice. <laughs> that was including a, a park run in there as well. Yeah. And, and a similar number again on um, Sunday. Awesome. Well, you can just sit down for the rest of the week, can't you? I was exhausted. But in those 38,000 steps, I went to Bushy. I went to Bushy Park Run. And got to experience the home of Parkrun and got to experience my first international 
parkrun. And, and did you see any deer? Oh, deer are everywhere. So prior to Saturday, I, I got here on the Friday and, and I'm staying near Bushy Park. So I went for a run around Bushy Park and the deer literally, they really are everywhere. That was what I wanted to see. I actually, was it just a story that we tell tourists to get them here? But no, they're literally everywhere. Bushy's a really big park. I went for a run trying to fight some jet lag and ended up doing 13 kilometres simply because I just kept running and the park never ended. That's one way to deal with jet lag. Yeah, it worked. Okay, good. Running cures all. At Bushy, you get to start in like a really wide sort of start line, is that correct? It is. So you run for a couple of hundred metres just along the open grass. So the start yep. line must be 50, 60 person Metres wide. More people wide. Like oh, it's people 50, wide, okay. 50 people across the front. And, it just and were runs you towing down, the front line? Uh, a couple of rows deep. Okay, that's not too bad. Yeah, I, was I mean, usually at the bigger events, if you want to get a decent time or you want to be not overtaking a lot of people, you have to start quite close to the front. So, at Bushy, you don't have to worry about that because it's such a wide opening and you run for so long that by the time you get to the path, it is narrowing down. Okay. Um, not for us, though, because there was a deer, like literally on the path. So you had to dodge it? <laughs> Yes, so the guy in front of me smacked it on its bum. And I thought, oh, don't be doing oh that. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's going to turn around and charge me. <laughs> but it didn't. It just kept eating its leaf in the fence. But then it's all, all its little baby deer. It's on the it's path It's a fawn next. if it's fawn. a baby deer. Fawn. All its fawn were on the path next to it. And they didn't seem too bothered either. Well, they're probably used to a thousand people running past them every weekend. I think, yeah, I think they are. There's lots of signs in Bushy Park to stay away from the deer. But that's for the humans. So yeah. the deer can't read. So they pay no attention to those signs. <laughs> they know. Stay away, dear. Yeah. No. But Bushy, Bushy Park, it, it's, a, it's a flat run. I highly recommend it. We crossed a bridge. Love that. Little tiny one. <laughs> it was, it was it's a PB course, apparently. Yeah, and it was just over just too quickly. It was a beautiful, well, beautiful morning. Because you got a PB. <laughs> yeah. Apparently it was really hot and humid, according to the locals, but I don't think it even nudged 20 degrees, so it was a perfect morning. And I've ticked Bushy off my list, and I'm Were on to another one. Were you walking on sunshine for the rest of the day? Like, you got a PB, a parkrun PB. Um, I didn't, well, you didn't know about it for a few hours, and to be honest, I, I didn't know if, you know, the official time was going to match up with my watch. Just because when there's so many how, people, you can expect that, you know, it might be a bit out or for whatever reason. Yeah. But how close is it to your previous parkrun PB then? You're asking more details than I'm familiar with. <laughs> <laughs> I knew my PB was around this mark, so I think it's close to that. Okay. Well, because, I mean, I, I haven't had a, a personal best since, uh, I think it was May 2013, so it's fairly emblazoned on my memory what yeah. my PB is, and when I finally get to move past that, I there will be cake and there will be wine and all sorts of celebrations, so well, obviously was... not everybody is so focused on that, I guess. Well, yes and no. I am... I... I've been really keen to get a PB this year. And what I really want to do is I want to go sub 20 minutes. And there was actually part of me that crossed the finish line 
knowing that I had got close to my PB and thought, well, that was a waste. I feel fantastic. I could have really gone for it. <laughs> oh, well, next time. Next time. Next week, maybe. Maybe um, the 9 o'clock start was good too because I don't like running early in the morning. I'm, I do all my okay. running at night. And with the sun coming up here at like 4 o'clock in the morning, I'm wide awake. And so there was a couple of hours of just waiting around, killing time, waiting for 9 o'clock. Well, all, all, the, all the things aligned for you. Yeah. You had good weather, you, the time suited. You obviously were over your jet lag, courtesy of your running the day prior. Yep. So everything lined up. So it was a great morning. It was a great adventure for me at Bushy. One of only two members of our Channel 5 news crew reported in from the Redland Bay launch on Saturday. Are you ready for a roving report? I certainly am. Take it away, Lyndall. Okay, parkrun adventurers. Um, it's Lyndall here reporting for the Channel 5 news crew on the parkrun adventurers podcast. I am reporting from the launch of the Redland Bay parkrun here in Queensland. Now... Love a good park run with a theme and the crew here at Redland Bay have developed a theme for their launch of red, blue and green to match the surrounds. Now, the blue and green are pretty obvious. Um, blue by the bay, green for the park and the red. Now, the soil out here at Redlands, this is why it's called the Redlands, is quite red. So I'm going to try and find out today from some of the locals why the soil is red at Redlands. The other thing that I am going to try and find out in my roving report this morning is I'm a very attentive parkrun adventurer and I've noticed that Redland Bay starts with R. So I'm going to see if there are any uh, parkrun pirates here or any potential parkrun pirates who have come here in search of an R. Now it's no good to me, I've already got my R from Riverside Rocks. So I'm not contributing to my pirateness this morning, but I'll see if anyone else is. Um, wish me luck, guys. Okay, guys, so I'm here with Lamo, and he's a local here around the Redland Bay area. Um, have you done park runs before? Look, I'm a pretty slick uh, crack park runner. I fancy myself. I know that you don't spell park runner with a capital P, so it means I've done more than 10 park runs. That's right. Well, that's a good point. Now, the Redlands. The theme this morning is red, blue and green. The dirt out here is red. Do you know why the dirt is red? The dirt is red because it's apparently volcanic. That's going back a fair bit. It means we get tons of koalas out here. It means we get lovely boardwalks to run along. And you've always got a view of the water, which makes running very special. It sounds lovely. I can't wait to get going this morning. Now, the other question I have for you, you say you're a bit of a parkrun aficionado. Have you heard of the Pirate Club in parkrun? Look, no, I haven't, but uh, this is the Pirate HQ of Queensland because this is where they've filmed a lot of pirate films in the last couple of years. So, Johnny Depp, eat your heart out. Wow, so it's Pirate Central here. Okay, but you're not here for your R for your Pirate Club. So, thanks, Lamo. Thanks for your time. Have a great run today. No, it'll be lightning fast today. Flat track and they're tipping under 19 minutes for the winner. Okay, I've tracked down Robin. Robin, what's your home park run? Uh, South Bank in Brisbane. Ah, right, so that's a pretty big one. It is. It's about 500 a week. Excellent, excellent. And how did you find today at Redland Bay? Um, it was really beautiful. It was one of the most scenic ones I've done. Lovely. A bit hard at the beginning going around the grass, but no, it was a beautiful course. Yeah, it is lovely out there, isn't it? Yeah. Um, now, the other thing, so you're obviously touristing or adventuring down here to Redland Bay. 
Yes, we are. Um, we decided a group of us to come down and try the launch and be here to support them for their first one. All right, so you didn't come to Redland Bay for an R. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you don't know about the Parkland Pirate Club? Oh, yes, I do. Right. I'm not very good at it. <laughs> but you haven't come here for your R? I haven't come here for my R, no. Oh, still on the lookout for an aspiring pirate. <laughs> well, thanks, Robin. No worries, thank you very much. Okay, so now I'm with Jane. Jane is here as one of many, many members of the um, Sharks Triathlon Club. They're the local club here in Redland Bay. And Jane's looking awesome with her lovely blue tutu with sharks embroidered all around it. It looks really awesome. So Jane, you're a local here, right, around the area? Yeah, I live in Cleveland. So that's about, oh, about 10 minutes drive from here. Yeah, it's just, and there's a park run there too. Yes, yep. we have a park run also. So I was going to ask you whether Redland Bay was going to become your home park run, but... It's unlikely since I basically live on the Cleveland course. So, but I had to come and check out the inaugural Redland Bay Park Run. Absolutely. And how did you find the course today? Oh, it was fantastic. The, there's a bit of an off... The grassy section was a little hard. I would have worn my old shoes if I would have known there was a grassy section. <laughs> but then once you got onto the, onto the pathway and the view was just unbelievable. Just beautiful day. Okay, so I've tracked down the event director, Cheryl, and one of the run directors, Paul, to just see, check in with them and see how the launch went. So how did it go today? I'm really happy. I think we've probably got between three and 400 people. We've got gorgeous blue skies. It's a stunning view out there and it's not too cold. So thumbs up from me. <laughs> yeah, it's been great. It's been a really great event. How about you, Paul? How's your day been? Fantastic. Everyone's very positive and um, they seem to have enjoyed themselves. And, and uh, like I said, wonderful, wonderful, wonderful views and fantastic weather. So can't, can't complain. Absolutely not. Now, I do have one question. Actually, I have two questions for you. The theme today, red, blue and green. So the red, obviously, I'm presuming is for the soil. Yes, the Redland Bay, yep. So can you tell me why the soil is red down here? Can I phone a friend? <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Paul? I don't know the answer to that one. Paul lives here, so he <laughs> should know the answer. No, I don't know the answer, but I know it is very red. And when you're up at the golf course and turn around where they're, they're making a new green or something, and it's beautiful, rich red soil. It is, absolutely. Now, the other question I have for you is, Redland Bay is an R course? Yes, pirate. Yes, so if you're up for your pirate club, then please come and visit. <laughs> absolutely so the R for me wasn't very useful today because I already had an R and I was really trying to track down another pirate haven't haven't succeeded just yet so pirates get down here this is an awesome course absolutely and we would welcome you this is a beautiful part of the country and we've got some lovely cafes and things straight across the road so please pop down and check us out great thanks guys thank, thank you. you very much okay so that is a wrap from the Redland Bay Park Run um, beautiful course. What I did find out is that the red is definitely due to the soil and the soil is most probably red due to volcanic activity from days gone past. Uh, no current volcanic activity so don't let that keep you away from Redland Bay Park Run. Um, the blue for the bay and the green, I thought that was really just because of the park, but actually there's also a bit of a rainforest section on the course so the green obviously represents that area as well. Um, and didn't really find any parkrun pirates down here, which was a little bit disappointing. Um, aspiring pirates out there, put Redland Bay on your list. It's an awesome course down here. See you next time, guys.
So it's a short one this week, Mel. Least there is one. Least there is an episode seventy-two, but it's a short one. Well, we should tell people. Oh, we should have mentioned this in the intro. Perhaps people should use it for like a tempo run or um, uh, some fartlek or what do they call those things? It's like fartlek, but it's not fartlek. Um, Threshold. No, you know the one where you like run super fast for two minutes and then you. Um, have like a 30-second slower recovery and then you do it again. Yeah, that's fart. Repeatedly. That's fartlekking. No, fart, it's it's like fartlek, but it's not fartlek. There's two things. Ah, oh, I used to do it once a week. Every It's not a tempo run, though. No, it's This not. is what happens when you get a baby brain. Okay, that thing that's like fartlek, that's what people should be doing to this episode. I'm pretty sure it's fartlekking. But I don't want to have an argument with it. Sleep deprived. I'll think of it next week and I'll okay. um, I'll clarify. I'm sure there will be people out there that know exactly what I'm talking about. Let's move on. Launches. Anniversaries. We've got a few launches this week in a few different states. That's a bit exciting. Yeah, it's massive. We're spreading the love all over the country almost. Well, along the eastern seaboard anyway. We're going to Dolls Point in New South Wales. Cool name. That is a very cool name. Mernda in Victoria. Not not as cool name, but I, I ran there a couple of weeks ago. Really nice park run. Awesome. And Yapoon in Queensland. That's a cool. Ah, that's a cool name too. That is a cool name, and Yapoon is um is another one of those events that is going to challenge a lot of the statesmen in Queensland because it's not necessarily easy to get to. Ah, great. We love it. We do. Got to challenge the adventurers out there. We are boosting the um, coffers of the airlines around the country. They need to come at us. <laughs> and, um, yeah, why don't we have one of those as a major sponsor yet? Yes, I don't know. We, we need a sponsorship guy working for the podcast to organise that. We should. We should mm. get one of them. Mm. We need staff. Now, anniversaries. Because everyone loves anniversaries. Where are they happening? Burley Griffin in the ACT. Kareen Glades in Western Australia. And how about you take the other two? And then in Queensland, we've got North Shore and Town of Seaside, as I mentioned a little bit earlier. You know what also I did? On, on Sunday, I went and experienced Junior Park Run. Oh, how was that? Was it super cute? It was. I had high expectations. I knew I was going to love it. But I truly loved it. It was the best thing ever. Ever. Wow. Yeah, and wow. Which, which event did you go to? I ventured down to Surbiton Junior, where the event director and run director on the morning is a gentleman by the name of Danny Norman. Do you remember, yeah. do you remember Danny? Yes, I do. Yes, so I took the opportunity to catch up with Danny, and I volunteered as a marshal, so I was the Finnish... I was the funnel finish marshal. So at Surbiton Junior, they, they do two laps of a one-lap circuit. And my job was to stand near the finish line and direct them... To their second lap if they hadn't done it yet. <laughs> the expressions on the kids' faces on the first lap was there was a bit of pain. They weren't enjoying it as much as I thought. They were working hard. My, the other part of my job was when they finished their second lap was to guide them into the funnel 
and it was to keep the parents out. We don't, you don't want the parents in the funnel because the parents stuff everything up, apparently. If you, just get, <laughs> if you just get the kids in the funnel, everything works beautifully. But as soon as you introduce parents into it, everything goes tits up. Okay. So the expressions turn from pain and sorrow on the first lap to absolute joy and elation as every single kid was coming up to the finish line. Some of them were giggling. They were so happy to be finishing and I'm sure lots of them were proud of themselves for finishing and you cannot help but enjoy it. You know, the, the sight have a sore face from smiling. Yeah, absolutely. The sight of a kid enjoying themselves running is just an absolute treat. And I came away on a real high simply by watching, you know, kids get active on a Sunday morning. And there's no there's no pretending with kids. Like I said, on the first lap, you knew exactly how they were feeling, but you also knew exactly how they were feeling when they finished, and it was just pure happiness. And it all, it's 2K, it wraps up really quickly, so you're pretty much done by 9.30, as the case here, it starts at 9. Everyone was gone by 9.30, and it's just a fantastic way to start your Sunday, and I just cannot wait until it's coming to Australia. And Renee teased us last week that it's coming. I can confirm that it's coming, just working through some really important stuff. But when it does, I know, Mel, you're going to love it. Wesley's going to love it. It's going to be huge. He's going to have to wait a little bit, a few more years, before he can do it. But, oh boy. It'll be worth it. And it'll be great for everyone who gets to to start embracing it as soon as it happens in Australia. I know there are a lot of people chomping at the bit for Junior Park Run to come. So that's really exciting. And you did a volunteer stint I did. in the UK at a Junior Park Run. Yeah. There's not too many people who've probably done that. No, no. And there's like there's plenty of parents around. So volunteering, I don't see that as being an issue because the parents are there anyway and you need heaps yeah. of marshals to make sure the kids are getting around safely. But there's no shortage of marshals willing to step up. So I just can't see any problems. I just can't see any pitfalls that how this could not be an absolute winner and transform physical activity for our juniors in this country. Oh, it's very exciting. Very exciting. The run briefing's different too. So, Danny, there's no point talking to the kids because they're not listening. So the run briefing, <laughs> <laughs> the run briefing is really directed at the adults. Because kids are kids, and there's no, they just want to run. Yep. They do a warm-up. That's pretty cute too. So before they all line up at the start line, they've all got to do their stretching and their twisting and make sure they're all ready to go. And, of course, they have no idea what they're doing. They're just following the volunteer who's taking them through the warm-up. I'd say about 2% probably were doing the right thing. The rest were just... <laughs> The rest were just jumping up and down and pretending, just being kids. Fantastic. Cuteness overload. Yes. So, unfortunately, we don't have any Junior Park Run launches to announce. Maybe by the end of 2017. Guaranteed. And that's a wrap. Again, Mel, we will hopefully speak to each other next week. But stay tuned. <laughs>